Welcome to Life After Beauty School, What I Wish Someone Told Me, a podcast for glampreneurs who want to take their business to the next level. If you struggle with building your clientele, marketing yourself on social media, working long hours behind the chair, or maybe you've been in the beauty industry for a while and you're tired of hustling and ready to run an effective business, you might want to stop and take a listen because this podcast is for you. I'm Deandra Giselle, hairstylist, business coach, and educator. I discuss real action plans and solutions to help you live a wealthy life. Now let's get into this podcast. Hello, Glampreneurs. Welcome to Life After Beauty School, aka Labs. We are going to continue with the Family Matters series, and I have a special guest with me who is not just... My babe, my husband, my boo thing. He's an entrepreneur himself. So he owns Inverse Pro Audio. He's a musician. He's a singer. He's a father. He's a husband. He is all that and above. This is really. (laughs) You know, I'm trying to get all I can while I can. (laughs) This is my babe, Scotty. Hey, boo. Scotty P. Scotty P. Or just Scotty. Scotty P. Scotty Fingers. Scotty. Why Scotty Fingers? You know, because I got the magical, magical touch. These keys. (laughs) (laughs) Magical touch with. I mean, I ain't trying to let them all in our (laughs) business either, but you know, you know, it's all good. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So as you guys know, I'm doing this Family Matters series because as an entrepreneur, it is a family is part of being an entrepreneur, right? And sometimes it's hard to lean into one versus the other. But before we get into that, I need you guys to leave a review and a rating because what that's going to do is allow other glampreneurs like yourself find this podcast and get information that's going to help them grow their business. Yeah. Yeah. So babe, are you ready? I'm ready. He has no idea what I'm going to ask him. No clue. No idea. So organic. It's organic. So this, like I said, this is my hubby. And the reason why I brought him on is because we're both entrepreneurs. So this is a household where don't nobody got a nine to five. I was about to say, you don't work, you don't eat. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I think that that's a good thing to talk about because usually as an entrepreneur, Someone has a nine to five. Like a lot of my friends who are hairstylists, they have their husband has a nine to five. So there goes their uh, insurance or there goes, you know, oh, I'm not going to work this weekend, but we good. Right. And we don't have that luxury, but we make it work. And I want to talk about that and then just talk about the reality of what it's like being an entrepreneur and being married and juggling kids and all that stuff. Yep, living the normal life plus the entrepreneur life. Yeah, Yeah. which is hard. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so my first question is, what is it like being married to an entrepreneur as well as you being one yourself? Well, I say it's good, and I'm I'm never going to say it's bad, but I'm definitely, my personality was never one of an entrepreneur. I kind of got, I know, motivated somewhat from when I seen when me and my wife got together. um, I was definitely a nine to five guy. Um, I like 
and I think that's because of my uh, introvert. I'm super introvert. I don't really want to talk to a lot of people. I don't really want to uh, deal with a whole lot of figuring stuff out. I like to just go to my job and do my job. Um, even with my entrepreneurship right now, that's the way I am. You yeah. Know, I struggle with that. Um, yeah. And she's slowly pulling me out of my shell. Uh, Would you say I'm pulling you slowly? Yo, you pulling, you pulling hard. I'm moving slow. <laughs> I'm like, because I don't feel like, I'm like, it's okay, babe. I'm like, what are you doing? Right, yeah. But, yeah, I, I need that because, um, you know, with being an entrepreneur, if you don't have that drive and motivation, ambition to, you know, push past the introvert, because it's not like I don't want to do it. It's just the introvert in me makes me feel uncomfortable. So, But if you don't push past that, then stuff doesn't get done, so... I did a podcast about you. I don't know if you listened, but it was yeah, about marketing. <laughs> <laughs> it was about marketing as an introvert. And one of the things that you mentioned was that when the phone rings, you literally get some, anxious. Yeah, a form of anxiety yeah. because you don't really want to talk on the phone. But that's another episode for another day. Yeah. That's, I mean, <laughs> Look, I can talk about me having being an introvert forever, but don't put nobody in front of me that I have to talk to about <laughs> talk to about it. So yeah, that's, that's crazy because that's like selective introvertness. Yeah, not like you know what I mean. Not like trying to cast shade. I'm not right. casting shade, but it's just like to me when you think of an introvert. You think of someone who doesn't want to, the extreme introvert, the one that doesn't want to go out, see people, interact with people, anything like that. But I I think looking at it, because when you said that, I was just like, really? But you talk, you'll go out and you'll, you'll speak with people, but I I don't know what, what it feels like on the inside for you to do that. Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird. And a lot of times I end up doing things out of respect and I'm never going to be like, the guy who just came out and ruined everybody else's good time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I I consciously think about that. Like, okay, I have to, you know, do something. I don't, it might be weird. And I think a lot of times, a lot of weird things come out of my mouth sometimes because I'm trying to <clears throat> just so. say something. I don't think so. And it's funny that you even said that because my, you actually got points with my mom because you were talking to her and you included her. Out of respect. <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. I mean, I love mom, though. Yes, yeah. but still. Okay, so the part two of that question is, do you think there's a difference between being a glampreneur versus an entrepreneur? So do you think there's a difference being married to someone who's an entrepreneur versus someone who's in the beauty industry and being an entrepreneur? Um, I think it's detailed to the, the artwork. It's like an artist and, you know, <clears throat> trying to compare... You know, someone who paints to someone who writes music mm-hmm. and somewhat they're similar or it's art, but or a painting can make you feel a certain type of way and the music can make you feel a certain type of way. Um, but I think they're they're somewhat the same. Um, mm-hmm. It's just based on the creator. Yeah. So with you doing beauty, um, I think there is another whew, like beauty is a, is a completely different thing because you're dealing with so much of um you know, people's personal persona and people, how they feel about themselves and people's own eyes and how they view creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be a little bit different that way. Um, but I think the drive and what you have to do to maintain being entrepreneurs is it's the same. The same. Yeah. Okay. 
So what is the biggest challenge, and you can be honest, what is the biggest challenge with both people being an entrepreneur in a relationship? Time. Mm -hmm. QT. Um, That's my love language. Yeah, so it's like sometimes like um, trying to find the time to where we have to actually be family. And I know like, just like I said in the beginning, if you don't work, you don't eat. Um, and I don't mean that like, oh, we're starving. <laughs> I just mean it like you literally have to, you, ha- you have no days off. And yeah. when you do have days off, you're taking a hit some way, you know, you know, you try to set yourself up to be able to um, put those time offs in your schedule mm-hmm. or, and feel comfortable about it. But, you know, you still are losing in some form or fashion. So being able to crunch all those things in the time is, is, is tough. It's yeah. Tough. You are a workaholic too. But. I was going to say, and, and the, that's his love language. And I, I, I enjoy working. Like I do complain about it, but when we do schedule time, I find myself Checking emails, writing emails, return phone calls. No. <laughs> it's nope. mostly Instagram. I'm responding to you guys on Instagram. Yeah. So that's a form of work, right? Because that's how I communicate with you guys. So, yeah, that's a form of work. So the the quality time is something that you have to find, but... With both of us being entrepreneurs and then the dynamic of kids, it's being intentional with our time. Yeah, absolutely. And I I mean, to be honest, that's what we need to work on. Like, that's one of the things that that I think is the hardest because you want to get things done as an entrepreneur. Like, I want to get things done. I have my calendar and I'm a planner. So I'm a planner and you would call yourself a what? I fly by. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, you know, I think growing up, my mom and dad would consider me a procrastinator. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was always someone that I still, I always got it done. And I think that's how I am today. Like, I I get it done. Even when we have, like, in my business shows or, you know, productions, some things might have done you know caused less stress if i would have spread it out over time but for the most part i always execute and i am a planner i have planned out october i have planned out i'm already working on the top of january and (laughs) (laughs) forget november (laughs) no like i've done october november december like but i do it a little bit random Mm -hmm. like i'll tell him I'll say, I think you were like using the bathroom one day and I was like, babe, for Christmas, you want to go to Big Bear? And he's like, (laughs) (laughs) because I have these thoughts and I like to plan things out because it makes me feel like I have control of the situation. Now, the other hand of that, I feel like you end up getting a lot of worry when you don't have uh, the control of the situation. Now, I do understand that planning is to prevent the worry of not knowing, but um, as we know, things change, and when somebody throws a monkey wrench in your plan or something happens, it can really 
fluster a planner, like a super planner. Like somebody throws a little, you know. He's being nice. Like he's trying. I'd be like, calm down, okay? Because I will get, I will get annoyed. I will get like annoyed. Like this is not how my day was supposed to go, you know. But I'm working on that because I used to get like angry. Now I get a little bit anxious about it. I get quiet. And when I'm quiet, it's not that I'm upset. It's like me telling myself, like, you have to leave room for the change. You yeah. have to leave room for the change. And does that always work? Work? No. But I feel like I've gotten better because before I would be ang- like literally angry that yeah. my my plans have changed. Now I'm like, you know what? That was out of your control. What's the next step, right? right. So, uh, so the biggest thing with being an entrepreneur, remember, this is about um, relationship, marriage, and entrepreneurship, glampreneurship, and the challenge is time, making time for each other and family. And is there anything else like you would want to add to that? Um, I really, I mean, I think that's the biggest challenge is the time, um, and not being exhausted, like. You can schedule some time, like our vacation. Like we plan a vacation, we execute enough to go on vacation and then stay in the room the entire time because that's like the only time we've had to sleep or just chill. You know what I mean? And sometimes that's what you need to do on vacation. But other times it's like, man, I want to go out. I want to see a show. I want to do. But we hardly make it through date night. (laughs) Yeah. I was about to say date night. We're like, yeah, we're going to the movies. We're going to eat dinner. And then after dinner, it's like, you want to just go home? Yeah. Netflix, huh? Yeah. Won't make it through the movie. Remember my mom came my mom came to watch the kids and we were supposed to like she was like, take as much time as you want, you guys have fun and we literally did not know what to do. Came back in like an hour and a half. Well we had dinner and no we walked the mall. Yeah. And then we even thought about sitting at the park just to waste time so we wouldn't look lame to my mom. And then we were just like, forget it. We're going home. And she was like, what are you guys doing here? Yeah. So that, but I, on the flip side, on vacation, I feel like I'm not a planner. Do you agree? No. I thought I did there's, really good. There's sometimes when you like, if you force yourself not to take your devices, oh, yeah. then you'll be really good. But I think if you leave it open for your devices to be there, there's going to be a chance where you're. You know, grading a paper, checking at something, or emailing somebody, or at least you'll have that moment of worry because somebody like contacted you and it's not something you really want to take care of right now. That's true. And then I'll keep thinking about it. Until yeah. It's taken care until, of. yeah. You're, yeah. It shows up in your continents. Yeah, continents. My continents are all okay. Got it. All right. Well, then I don't know if I should ask this next question. <laughs> <laughs> it is Do you think that owning a business can put a strain on a marriage or relationship? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I mean, because, you know, with with uh, owning a business, running a business, uh, managing a business, I mean, there's people who don't even own a business that get consumed with their work. You know, yeah. they, they get put in a certain position at work and it consumes their life to where, you know, stuff can be a strain on your relationships. But um, definitely owning one, it's like a baby. Yeah. You know, and, you know, as much as our kids somewhat can draw us together to be even closer it's like if you don't know how to manage that stress level manage that that time um you know here that balance you know yeah. i know we talked about balance a lot um if you don't find a way to balance that it i think it could definitely destroy because things go left unsaid 
you know, there's lack, lack of communication, there's lack of QT, you know, then the kids are always looking like, we're always just doing our own thing and mom and dad are always just doing their thing, um, which kind of, you know, lets it loose. The family becomes loose and it's hard to pull them back together. Yeah, I was going to say that in this these past few episodes, we talk, I talked about mommy guilt, which is a real thing whether you are an entrepreneur or not. I talked about um, the expectations that you may feel your loved ones have for for you and that you're not meeting their expectations. And now I'm talking about marriage. But the strain, I believe, comes from me being a planner is not making the time for your family, like you said. But in a way, for me, I was listening to this podcast and a lady who is a planner just like me said that she looked over her planner and realized that... Everything that she wrote in there had everything to do with business and nothing to do with family. Mm. And so when she said that, I was like, well, let me look at my planner. And I have a um, like a mastermind map that I fill out and I figure out like what's going to happen in 2021. What's the goals? What's the, you know, every single thing had to do with business uh. from... What like from a okay? Well, I put that I wanted to buy a house, um, but how I put that in my head as that was okay when I was writing it. Like I distinctly remember looking at that and saying, "Why did I write that in that way?" Mm-hmm. Is because in my mind, I'm doing it for my family. Yeah. So that's how I made it feel okay in the moment but then when I look back I was like wow nothing said spend time with family take a family vacation it was like you know edit be consistent on YouTube um edit this and follow up with this person have 10 clients with this and that it was all about business so that mastermind map that I have you're supposed to fill it out again at the six month mark And I looked at it like, let's say in May, around that time. So then I decided to take what I learned and apply it. And as a planner, if you're a planner out there, put your family in your planner as if it's a job. Because then you're like, nope, I have to do this. And of course, you may have to juggle some things, do some some things different. But I realized that my life was surrounding around work and then and then I'll sprinkle the family in when I can. Right. Which is how families implode. Have you guys ever heard of someone being super successful in their career but then they're divorced and their kids don't like them and you know, I don't know if you guys know who David Foster is. He is like the remember I watched that um mm-hmm. what is he? He's, He's a documentary co- the but what is he? What would be his official? He's he's not a he's a writer. He's a writer composer. Writer composer and producer. And he does any song that's like classical. The Bodyguard. He wrote that whole album. Any song that you feel is like, dang, that song could last forever. He probably wrote it or was part of it. I had it, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he literally was married several times, including to Bruce Jenner's ex-wife. <laughs> no comment, no judgment. <laughs> no judgment. But what I was going to say is he talked about as he 
became this great success at every successful point he lost a part of his family yeah until he had someone that said you're gonna pay attention to me like i'm not doing this and you're gonna fix your relationships with your daughters yeah like if you don't have someone to ground you in that moment it can very easily consume you consume you yeah yeah i think you do a good job about that even though you're like nice about it I try. I mean, I just, I'm trying to make this work forever. So. <laughs> yeah, you'll just be like, oh, you're going to do that, huh? Yeah. And then that, that makes me know, like, oh, he's trying to draw attention. And you're like, you're really nice about it. And I'm usually like, not nice about it. I'm usually like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? <laughs> Okay, so um, what are some ways to change or stop the strain in the marriage when it comes to, or relationship, not just a marriage? I think something that we do really well, and I think it's because of the way our relationship developed, was um, have that time of talk. You know, I I can't really, like if something's wrong with me, she's going to be able to tell something's wrong with me. If something's wrong with her, I can definitely tell. And... um, being able to be vulnerable and express, you know, what the concerns are or, you know, us talking about each other's work. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a point in our life to where we were together every single day in every single thing we did. We lived together. We worked together. We went to church together. We were just always together. So mm-hmm. um, I think that put a big, a great foundation in our relationship to where even when we're apart, it's kind of like, oh, I miss Bay, like. Dang. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but one of the things people ask us is how could we be together all the time? I think it's it's a it's a love of support. Like I love I love I knew nothing about beauty or hair, but the fact that it was like this makes her happy. I want to learn something about it to the point where I'm trying to use my fat fingers to blow dry and, and comb. It didn't quite work out, but. <laughs> but you do a really good takedown of braids. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take yeah, because you will take down multiple. I will get my hair braided. I'll be like, babe, I need you to help me take it down tonight. You're pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, you are quick. Yeah, I'm pretty quick. Yes, but I, so you're saying that the communication will help stop Absolutely. the strain in, in the relationship. Absolutely. And of course, in, in, with communicating, also taking the time to factor in and plan family or one another. Because there's a lot of times that um, we will even set a time to do like a date night or spend time or something like that. And it doesn't even work out because something happens. But I think the fact that we tried, Mm. you know, lets us know, okay, we got to try a little harder for next time or, you know, take that couple of minutes to enjoy. Uh, We may not go out, but we do something together, even if it's as a family you know, watching a movie or, you know, I wasn't a big eat at the table kind of guy. Um, we're going to eat as a family. We're going to eat as a family. They make fun of me. Every time something happens, we're going to do it as a family. They say that and they're talking about me because I was, you know, it was go do your own thing, kind of separate. You know, everybody's in their own space, but um, learning how to do that. And I, I see what the benefits of that are. Yeah. yeah. To catch up with one another and to see what's happening especially now because we have a teenager right and with everything going on with the pandemic i feel like our teenager could really go into 
his own cave. Any kind of, yeah. You know? You can go into depression. Yeah. You can go into, you know, where he starts exploring things. It's like, we want to have some, you know, make sure that the influence that we're setting for, you know, all of our kids that they are, you know, taking good examples from us that we do things family driven. We make time for one another. Um, inclusion. Like, I know sometimes you're talking to me about products and hair and, and beauty things. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it may come across later to where I learn something about it. But then I'm talking to you about equipment. <laughs> equipment and, you know, the gig and what happened, what went wrong on the gig. And she's like, oh, okay, but did everything work out? <laughs> yeah, but what's <laughs> funny is now with the podcast, some of the things that you've mentioned, I may not understand the technical term, but now I can go back and say, okay, well, you had mentioned this. Mm-hmm. Did that happen because of this? Mm-hmm. You know, so I, it, you may not be interested in your significant other's work or their business. It may not be something that you enjoy, but taking some sort of interest in it, not saying pick up and join them and do whatever, but at least listening to what they have to say. And that was something that I had to check myself on because you would listen to me, no problem. As long as she needed to talk, I was there. <laughs> he's saying that because I'm a talker, and he's like, "Yep, <laughs> he's he's not a talker as much as me." But he would just listen and not know anything, and then he would talk to me about his business, and I would be like texting, and and not like I was listening, but then I would miss something because I'm texting, and I'd be like, "Wait, what?" Like right. later on, a few days later, I'd be like, wait, what? And you're like, I talked to you about that. And I'm like, oh, you did? And it, that drew attention to the fact that I wasn't respecting when you talk. So even now when I do it, I do, because I still do it. And then I'll be like, oh, let me, okay, I'm going to put this down. And I'm, and I'll literally tell myself, like, you need to put your phone down, face down. Because if I see a notification, which, guys, I've taken off a lot of notifications. So if it's not necessary, take your notifications off. Yeah. Like, I don't need I don't need to know every time something happens on Instagram. I don't need to know every time something happens on Facebook. LinkedIn, TikTok, doesn't matter. So what I've done is I've taken those notifications off. And I will say, let me check. And so I give myself certain times to check Instagram, which is why my response time might be a little bit slower to you guys. Yeah, but there should be cutoff times. Like, we make sure that there's no phones at the dinner table. Yeah. You know, if we're watching a movie and somebody's, like, looking at their phone, it's like, okay, go put your phone down. We're going to pause the movie because what was the point of us sitting all together watching the movie if, you know, everybody's on their own devices? And Jasmine is quick to say, like, you're not not listening. You're not listening to me. (laughs) Oh, our three-year-old will be like, you're not listening to me. Especially if you give her the, "Mm mm-hmm, oh, yeah, great. And she'll be like, you're not listening to me. So I think the the takeaways from what can stop the strain in the relationship is going to be that communication, setting time aside. Was there another one? Um, Inclusion, like... uh, Including one another. Yeah, including one another. And And being willing to be included. Being willing to be included and sometimes with that, you guys can help each other in your businesses. So he's, you know, audiovisual. When you guys see my YouTube, he helped me. When um, I tried to take on the podcast by myself, but I still have questions and stuff 
for him and he helps me. And then for him, I'm like, ooh, for marketing, you should do blah, 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 blah. Oh, you should think of da, 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 da. When you post, you should. And it's not to boss around, but that's my expertise. That's his expertise. So instead of us working separately, we can work together in some capacity. And even if the two careers are not... Like, they don't seem like they fit together. There's always something that kind of overlaps. And if you feel like you can help, you should say something. Right. I feel like <clears throat> like me helping you with audio and video and stuff like that. And then on the flip side, she deals with people all the time. So she's she's teaching me how to conversate with other people and how to talk to the client. For, you know, I just want to do the, the actual work. You know, I want to push the buttons and I want to set up the wires and everything like that. But having to deal with the client on the front end, you know, and marketing and strategy like that, that really comes from her. And those ideas, um, they're not able to say, babe, I should do this. And be like, yeah, I told you that five weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> that in responding, he yeah. hates to I, respond. I'm like, it's acknowledgement, babe. And you're working with women. And it's, if you don't say, it's like how I view it is like, if I talk to you and you never say a word. Right. Like, if we have this conversation and you don't say two things to me, what am I going to say to you? Why aren't you talking to me? Right. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? What's and that's the number on? one thing with my family. They'd be like, you don't be talking. Like, you don't say nothing to nobody. You don't answer your phone. I'm just like, Ugh. And then they call me. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, the next question is, uh, okay, so what are some of the things that you really like about my work ethic and then i'm gonna say the same for you um since we've been together like i've noticed that in every stage of her growth as an entrepreneur as a creator it's your drive to to be the best at it you know i remember when um we first moved out here and even before then it was like you spend so much time just working on doll heads, learning t new techniques. And, you know, then owning a salon, we looked at it and, you know, we had people come in, in and out and just like, where is the drive? Where is the um, the motivation to be better or to be the best at something? And I don't think you always have to necessarily think that you're the best, but the drive to be the best and um, education, like to see this, this girl push for education is is crazy. Um and that's made me even want to be more educated in my field um, because it's like knowledge is definitely the power and you have more leverage um, in that world once you know what you're talking about, once you can do everything, a little bit of everything, or you're the best at this and classify yourself as the top in that field. Um, so that's definitely um, a great motivation to me. Um, and then what else? Your professionalism. Oh, my. Oh, thanks, babe. Yeah. I know sometimes she has to come and, and, and unload on me <laughs> <laughs> the frustration that she's probably had or wanted to, you know, let out on a client or, you know, something like that. But the way she's able to maintain herself and pause and think about, okay, let's deal with this the right way um, so that, you know, you can have a successful business future because <laughs> you don't want to be the um, listed as the mean one or the unprofessional one right. or... You know, someone, you know, it's not always, bada, 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 you know, have it your way. <laughs> it's yeah. not always that way, but um, she definitely treats uh, her clientele and the people she works with in business 
with a professional mindset and priority, I would say priority. Okay, wow, that was a lot. Thanks, babe. You're my girl. <laughs> uh, <Hi>. <laughs> what is it? Oh no, that was, I was gonna say Will Smith and Jada, but no, I don't want to say that. <laughs> no <one>. entanglements here. <laughs> yeah, no entanglements. <laughs> no bad marriage for life. No. Um. So for you and your work ethic, I think. I don't understand how you do this, but you truly can take people and what's happening for what's happening. So instead of you worrying about it, you really truly can take that thing and then find the solution. And then you seem to be able to like juggle the family and the work. Like you're okay. I don't know how you do it. You're okay with... Okay, I, I'll come in a panic like, oh my God, Jazz is doing this and that. And you'll literally set it aside and tend to that and not even worry. I would tend to that and still be worrying about tending to the business afterwards, right? So you seem to have that. But then when it comes to your business, like you truly try to understand how to make things work the best way for the person and when you decide to take on a client when you decide to take on you go above and beyond to a fault because you're super faithful to them and I'm like bet <laughs> they did not pay you for that <laughs> but that's just who you are you want to make sure that it's good you want to make sure that's a good product and I think it's the integrity that's the word that like I have for you is integrity. Like you have integrity in your work ethic and you have integrity on how you treat your business. And I think that you have always been, like it comes natural to you where like some people have to work on it. And I think that's why we work too is because we feel like, okay, we want to hold ourselves to these types of standards and not for it to be fake. Right. But this is who we truly are. Right. And I, and I think that is really great. Now, on the flip side. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Gotta okay have some juice. Yeah. Gotta have some juice. Okay. What don't you like about the work, my work ethic? Um, sometimes it's, cons I mean, it's something we've already really addressed, but sometimes it's, it's consuming and um, you wanting to, Make sure that everything that comes out concerning you is timely, the best, you know, top of its class. Um, sometimes, you know, that can take up all the time. <laughs> you know, if, if it's something that um, she's also a right now type of person. Yeah. So... You know, if it's... I want it done now. want it done now. Like, everything Even stop, if it's something drop. that you got to do. I want it now. <laughs> okay? I don't want to wait. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I think it, I think it's good. You know, there's some... I can't remember what it was, but it was like a breakdown. If it takes you a certain amount of time, do it now. If it takes you, you know, plan it or whatever. But um, you are definitely like a... I want to see it done now to the point where she'll think of a whole new business model for herself or something, that, you know, a venture she wants to take on. And before we've done with <laughs> the day, she has it all like planned out. And um, I think that's a good thing and sometimes a bad thing just because of um, the time that we want to spend with each other, or the time that we want to spend with our family and the anxiousness that it, it starts to get because it's like you can't focus on anything else but 
this and making sure it gets done. And until it's done, I can't, you know, 100% um, be anywhere else. So that's my only, my only other thing. I mean, because I think, yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Mine is. <laughs> I already know. Come on. What is it? I'm not. You say it. Procrastination. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, definitely. For real. I'm like, I am a right now type of person. But he's like, you know, when it happens. And I'm like, no, when is it going to happen? Yeah. And I'm like that with his business. Like, that, it's not even concerning me in a sense, but I'm just like, it's affecting you, so I need you to do it now. Yeah. And I think, even though you do have a lot in tech, and I love that about you, and you're, but in the same token, it's like you will do go above and beyond for other people to where you put yourself last. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you're, no, uh uh-uh. uh. But I think that's where the balance comes in, right? Because he'll say, okay, babe, you need to slow down and, you know, take some time out. And I'm like, no, you need to do this for yourself right now, <laughs> you know? But I think that comes with the relationship built before. Yeah. Because when I say, no, you need to do this, it isn't that I'm being bossy or dictating him. He knows that it's coming from a place of because she, she cares. Yeah, she I care. And this, she knows how I normally am. Right. And that's why you can listen to that. I think for me, like, the reason it's even like that is because my job is so much putting out fires. Like, you can plan and have everything written out and you get there the day of and a million things wrong happen. And you have to find a way to solve all those little um, things that happen before the production and then still have a successful production. Mm -hmm. You know, so I feel I don't I should say it's like a good trait, but it's just like. I end up putting things off because I already know that something else is going to happen. So let's just, you know, just do it in a timely when it's comfortable to do it. You know, I don't want to neglect my family or neglect something, you know. He said when it's comfortable, y'all. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm up in the middle of the night all the time anyway. That's just the way I'm built. So it's, I'm not going to stop hanging out with the fam during the day and then, you know, not do what I'm going to do at night, you know, because I'm going to be up at night anyway when everybody else is asleep, right? Yeah, you so, are. That's another. I could work on it all day and night. Yeah, no. Huh? No? No, <laughs> no. I wish you would work on it in the day. It just doesn't come like that. And I, I've i learned to not force it. I feel like when I force it, it makes it makes more mistakes. Okay. Oh, that's more fair. More things to correct later. Okay, do you feel like support or lack thereof can change a a relationship or marriage? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, I'll be transparent. I'm I'm speaking out of experience. The lack of support or the lack of um, interest, you know what I'm saying? Like anybody who's in a relationship, you don't have to fully understand everything that you're... um, your partner, your significant other, your husband, your wife Mm -hmm. does. Um, Just be, try to be inclusive and help however you can or take some kind of interest in it. Like I said, I knew nothing about hair, but because it made her happy um, that I wanted to learn a little bit more so we can have a little bit more dialogue about it. Um, I know that a lot of things she doesn't know about my business, um, but because we're both musicians, somewhat she can break some things down and we can find a common ground where she can 
talk about something. So I am not a musician. You are. You're a singer. That's a musician. Oh, because I'm like, he, you be saying stuff. I could not give you the key of one piano. No, 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 no. You don't got to do that to be a musician. Musician is definitely uh, I'm like, your instrument like, is your vocal cords. I'm like, babe, this is the note I'm singing. What is that? Or at least you, <laughs> look, you have relative pitch. <laughs> Some people can't find the note. <laughs> I'm like, what is this note? Yeah. Okay. All right. So the support and lack thereof can definitely change your relationship. And it can also not just change, but stop the relationship. Absolutely. And that means whether you are married or not. Hopefully, if you're married, it's a little bit harder to get out of marriage, guys. So you want to make sure that you're putting every effort in and having communication. And I think that if you can't have communication, then you need to maybe find a mediator. Yeah. yeah. AKA therapist. Yeah, I was about to say, not someone you know, not <laughs> someone who has is biased or either side. I think it's more or less, you know, I do this a lot with you too, looking in from the outside. You know, because sometimes she'll deal with it as a stylist or a, you know, uh, beauty professional. And then I come in and she's telling me what the client's doing. And I'm like, babe, did you ever look at it from the outside? Why the client feels that way? Because she knows nothing about what you're doing. She's just seeing it her way. And that makes her reform how she delivers what it is to the client. So you have to just, you know, you want to get somebody who's on the outside um, who can give you a straight answer versus... Someone that favors either side. Okay. No, you're right. Looking at it from the outside in is definitely helpful. And and I think the key is to be a partner. Yeah. Not just in your relationship. People tend to hold their relationship as their relationship and then their business as an entrepreneur separate. Yeah. And and they really can't be. You yeah. have to include. Now, one of the things, you know, we're saying as both of us being an entrepreneur, but one of the things that I've heard from friends is they're an entrepreneur and their significant other is a nine, nine to fiver, right? And they don't understand when things are hard and they say things like, well, why don't you just go get a job? Yes, Jeff. You know, or when I say how supportive you are of me, people are like, oh, yeah, my significant other would never do that. Yeah. So what do you say to those people who have someone they're with that are not supportive? That's kind of tough. Yeah. Um, Because I don't know if there's really somebody who can't genuinely support you, like, you know, just for you being happy. I mean, because, you know, so many, so many people live and work these jobs for nine to five. And it's like, you end up draining your entire life away because you're doing something you don't really want to do. I, I get it. If your your job field is something that you want to do, like if you're a nurse and you want to be healthcare or whatever, that's, that's great. Um, but a lot of people working for other people and they desire to have other dreams and to know that you don't have that support at home, that is really tough. I'm never going to try to break anybody up or separate them, but you do have to... I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, I just don't know how it works. And we're not therapists, so we'll start there. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're not therapists, but I think communication is one of the yeah. things, is for you to tell them that you feel like you're not being supportive and to see if they are willing to learn about your drive and what drives you or what's going on in your industry right 
to tell someone who has a dream or a goal, why don't you get a nine to five? It's like so. It's like a dagger. Yeah, just go ahead and stab me. I mean, if 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 D told me that, I'm the type of person I'd be like, okay, <laughs> because like I said, I wasn't the entrepreneur type before. You know, her pushing me and bringing me out of my shell. But for someone who is really, if I told that to her, that would be completely. That would be completely it. That would be. I think that wouldn't work at all. I think you would have started a war. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would work at all because oh. that is this is this is her. Yeah. Um, doing her own thing, managing herself, and helping other people at her pace and in her style. And I don't think nine to five was. You're not built for a nine to five. No, I mean I like the benefits of a nine to five. Yeah. Paid time off. Paid vacation and benefits. <laughs> benefits. I like Healthcare, those. dental. Healthcare, dental. I like those things. Yeah. And that they don't come out of my pocket. Right. Well, it still comes out of your pocket, but in a different way. It feels yeah, different. different. feels way. different. Okay. So what are some regrets you have when it comes to us being married and owning businesses? Um, regrets? Regrets. I don't think I have any regrets. I do feel like a lot of times we've missed out on things um, because of the things that you just pointed out, you know, not having paid time off. So we can't just say, yeah, I mean, we have friends that work nine to fives and or even barely making it. And they just be like, let's go to Disneyland. And we're like, nah, we don't work this week. We are not paying the mortgage, (laughs) you know, or, you know, it doesn't fund the trip for two years from now, you know. And that's where the planning that she does really comes in handy because we're able to say, okay, these are the goals for that we have for, you know, so that it's not a Disneyland trip. It's a Disney World trip, you know. Yeah. So um, I feel like we, we kind of miss those things. Um, and then even in um, bad situations, we kind of have to decide. It's like, am I going to work or am I going to have compassion and go to visit somebody or spend time with somebody, you know, and it's kind of, it, those decisions suck. They suck. And because I'm a workaholic, I'm going to be transparent. I usually choose work and that I've come to realize that that's not the best thing. And it's not because I don't care about the person or anything like that. It's just my way of handling what is going on. Right. So when things are negative happening, I will put that energy, try to turn the energy into working energy. Yeah. And I would say that's a problem. (laughs) That's definitely a problem because you're not tackling your things head on. But as long as you recognize it's a problem, you start making changes towards it. Then you can move forward. For me, I would say something similar. The regrets would be, not enjoying the the moment. Yeah. The moment. So I think during the pandemic, during the shutdowns, mm-hmm. those were some of my favorite moments because we were both out of work. <laughs> we weren't working and we were just like, you know what? Let's play Foursquare. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play Monopoly. <laughs> Let's play Monopoly. With the fake money that we wish we really had. <laughs> <laughs> right. But also, you know, we were able to enjoy, take back some of our family time. Yeah. We even, ugh, 
We got shut down on his birthday. On his birthday, you guys, we were planning a bowling birthday party. party. Yeah, bowling party that, of course, was canceled. Everything was shut down. And that kind of messed up what I was going to do for his birthday. And so I was (laughs) like, okay, well, let's get a cake. (laughs) What cake? Right. There is not even any flour. There's no flour. (laughs) There's no yeast for bread. There's barely bread. We had to have biscuits. Yeah. (laughs) So his birthday cake was Rice Krispie Treats. And I was like, this is the worst birthday. I'm so sorry. Luckily, it wasn't like... A very big birthday, right. like a you know five and zeros, right? We celebrate like 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 50 you know. Right. That's what we celebrate. So luckily, it wasn't that. But I was just thinking, like this really sucks because we had rice krispie treats as a birthday cake, pigs in a blanket for dinner, and we played Monopoly. <laughs> but I'm a family guy. Yes, but so but that was cool for me. but that was good because that was enjoying the moment because we had nothing else to do. Right. So even though I'm thinking this is terrible, I'm a planner. I don't do well when my plans change. We've established that. And I like to have big birthday parties. Right. You Me know, not so much. I think for your 30th, I'm like, ooh, we should celebrate all week. Tell me some of your favorite things you like to do growing up. And we should do those each and every day of the week. And he was like, no, we can just do a skate party. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, we should do a yacht because your birthday isn't as cold as when it's my birthday. We should rent out a yacht. He's like, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. But when it's my birthday, I'm like, no, we don't have to do anything. And then she, we don't, do we? No. Well. Sometimes, sometimes not. What do do we do? Well, for my 30th, I wanted a karaoke party and we did that. I usually don't want to go big on my birthday. Yeah. Just on other people's. (laughs) For the kids, they have no choice. You're right. Gonna, you're going to do this party. Minnie Mouse birthday party and you're going right. to like it. Okay. So, um, do you think the kids suffer from both of us being entrepreneurs? Um, yes. Is there a flip side to that question? Mm-mm. Okay. So, yes and no. Um, I think, you know, going back to the time spent thing on a regular basis, um, we're, when we're consumed with work or both of us have big projects or something we can't, you know, call off. You know, some, sometimes I can look at the calendar and say, okay, I won't take that job because I know this is coming up. Um, but there's other times where I'm like, I can't afford not to take this job because, you know, our livelihood depends on it. Um, and, you know, our sons play sports. You know, Jazzy is is getting bigger and she's, you know. Sports, dance. Yeah, she wants to do a little bit of everything. And she's very, like... She's going to be on TV. Yeah. She has my personality to the 10th power. Yeah. And then she's very, like, she's hands-on. She wants you to be interactive with her as far as, like, I want to physically pay patty cake. I want you to hold me. I want you to rock me. So it's like, um, not being there for those parts, I feel like, later on, when she's older we're gonna be like dang i missed those times where she asked me to pick her up and hold her you know just because we were so consumed um but on the flip side of that um being entrepreneurs if we can get our planning and time and and you know sometimes it's a super good month or a super good quarter and we're able to say hey you know i don't have to request days off 
I am my own boss. That's true. So, you know, we can make time to go to those basketball games or, you know, the sporting events. And, you know, if we want to plan for a, um, a vacation, we can really sit down, go hard and start planning for it, saving for it, you know, you know, delegating time and money for it and know that there's not going to be a, a request that's denied. Right. Because we're in control. We're in control of that. And even like with me part time teaching at a a college, because it is not my end all be all, if I decide not to take a contract or whatever, I still am my own boss, right? right? Um, so it doesn't matter because we're in control of our careers. And I think that's the hardest part of me ever getting a nine to five is I know that I've lost that that control over my time control and freedom yeah control and freedom over the time okay the flip side is actually about us Mm -hmm. do you think we suffer for both being an entrepreneur um at times you know it's it's definitely back to the time thing but with um, a level of understanding and you have to take those and this is why it's so important to include yourself and be you know make sure that you're Trying to include yourself and that you receive your partners uh, trying to be inclusive in your life because that might be that QT time. Mm-hmm. Us talking about how we're going to tackle whatever problem you're facing in your business or whatever, that might be something that helps us grow and spend time together because um, I, I don't know about you, but I get like super encouraged when I'm able to say, babe, this is the problem I'm having. And you give me a solution, it's like, dang, my baby got my back. She, she loved me. <laughs> um, so I, I think that you um, you can look at it as a glass, glass half empty or glass half full. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the kids uh, suffer, but then they benefit too. Yeah. So the kids suffer because I have to tell, you know, our oldest that, you know, I we can't just drop everything and do whatever it is that you want to do. But in the same token, when other kids, their parents are gone all the time, we can decide when we're going to be gone and when we're not. Right. Now there are things that hold us to being somewhere, but we're able to adjust that. Right. And there are times where when we want to do something really good or big for them, we can go hard and do that and save for that and make it happen instead of if you were a nine to five and you only make this amount of money, that's all you get. There is nothing else, right? And I think they benefit from that. Yeah. Um, when it comes to us, I think where we suffer is like you said, time. It's time and being intentional. But one of the things that I've just been hearing over and over again, like every time I talk to someone who's married, people who are in ministries or people who are entrepreneurs or even nine to fivers, because you can get consumed with whatever you love, you can get consumed in doing, and it's being intentional. Yeah, absolutely. And intentional means that I'm going to intentionally that I'm going to intentionally set the time aside to be with my husband. I'm going to intentionally decide that we're going to take a trip, a staycation or whatever. And taking advantage of the of the village that you have around you. Right. 
And that's another thing that I think we suffer from is we try to deal with our kids. Right. You All know, like we don't always <laughs> lean on our village. Yeah, don't find a babysitter. No, you're in grandma's house. No, it's like yeah. we're trying to do it all. Yeah. We're trying to do it all. And literally people will say, I will, you know, take the kids or whatever and you guys should go. And we, d- I don't think we always take advantage of that time. But one of the things that I put down... If you're a planner, remember we talk about priorities for 2022 because, yes, we are in getting ready to approach October and I am planning 2022, mm-hmm. my first quarter. I'm thinking about it, right? I'm not really truly planning it. Is I want to be intentional with dating my husband. Yeah, courting after marriage. Courting, <laughs> <laughs> courting after marriage, but I thought about why we worked so well together and it was because we were always together so everything involved each other we didn't have to be intentional because we were always naturally spending time yeah Yeah. and so every thought whatever i could literally walk out of the salon room and say babe hey blah 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 right because at the end of the day we were walking out of the salon together we were driving home together there was no need to be intentional what i think has changed is now we have parted ways in our separate careers and now we have to intentionally make the time for each other yeah and where we suffer is we well, really, I just came to this realization a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Not like that, but I realized what was it that was, you know what I mean? I understood that we didn't spend a lot of time, but I was like, this has never been a thought before. Right. Like, I never had to say, babe, can we go out to eat on this time? It was just like, you want to eat? Let's go eat. Right. right. You know? Right. But it was like... Um, my last client canceled. Let's go eat lunch before we pick up, you know, the kids from school. Now it has to actually be a date time put in family calendar. This is what we're doing. But you have to put that in the priority. Like my family is important. So I, you know, there's a color that you use for your calendar. You know what I mean? Like red means this has to happen or this is a solid thing. You look at it. I'm telling you. You notice? I know. <laughs> So it's like, this is a staple. Do not put anything else here. And sometimes, and a lot of times, I feel like we should use that red marker as family, date night, play with kids, you know. I don't care if it's something, like I said, we're not interested in, but as our children grow and we have a teenager, he's into something, he's just like, okay, I'll listen to it. You know, just because you need to spin that, it needs to be a hard stop. We got to put hard stops. Yeah, that is so cool that you recognize my color changes. Did you also recognize when it's a light color, that means it can like lose mm-hmm, It can change, right? I was to say, <laughs> it's at my disclosure. You know, I can just be like, hey, can't do that today. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Wow, you do know me. Yeah. Okay. All right, babe. So we are coming to the close of this podcast. And at the end of every lapse podcast, we ask for a quote. Okay. So the quote <laughs> is to keep our glampreneurs encouraged and inspired, something that they could live, live and listen to, or write down for their week. So, what is your quote? Um, this quote is from Zig Ziglar. Okay, he's actually a great like motivational book writer and author. Um, and it says, "You don't have to be great at something to start, but you have to start to be great." Mm-hmm. So this this hit home for me because it's like 
like I said, I was cool working the nine to five. And I was like, no, you have to start something to be great. I can't. If you don't start, you'll never be great. Yeah. And as a relationship, this just hit me when you were reading it, is if you are both entrepreneurs, if you are one person's an entrepreneur and the other person is more of a nine to fiver and you guys are lacking in something in your relationship, if you start with your communication or start with trying to fix the problem, you can eventually be great at that relationship. Yeah. If you guys both want to be great in it. Absolutely. Um, and so that that just like when you said that, you know, we're we're talking about entrepreneurship and I'm like that definitely applies to your relationship, your marriage, to your relationship with your kids. And to be clear, this episode was about, you know, relationship, marriage and entrepreneurship, but that relationship also can be with your kids, with your parents, anyone in your family that you need to connect with that are, is close to you. But in a marriage, that's another thing is where do you hold your priorities? One of my good friends uh, at church, she always says that, you know, after church and then there's her family and then there's her job. And when the the second and the third thing start to flip flop, she does a reality check yeah. with herself, with her husband and her husband holds her accountable for that. And that's one of the things, leaning on one another to be accountable. Thanks, babe. You're so welcome, babe. Okay. <laughs> so thank you so much, Glampreneurs, for listening to Life After Beauty School, a.k.a. Labs. I appreciate you guys for rocking with me and listening to the episodes. We are on episode number 28. Ooh, yes. That's awesome. 28. So that is absolutely awesome. If you guys are not following me on YouTube. So right now we you guys are listening to this podcast, right? Cuz podcast you listen, but if you want to see us, then this video is going to be posted on my YouTube channel. The YouTube link will be in the show notes, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can go ahead and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> bing bing. bing, bing. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. Glampreneurs, stay connected. Yay. We could definitely do this, like, all the time. Yes. Like, really. You know what? I know. I did my uh, exit, but uh, you think you you think you want to do, like, a podcast together? Yeah. That would be dope. Okay. I don't know. Stay tuned, guys. We might do one. Yeah. Let me know if you guys think that would be a good idea in the show notes. All right. Stay connected, guys.